welcome to another inspirational message from Pastor Noob. For more information and great content, jump over to our website at elamchurchchristchurchcity.org. We hope you enjoy this message. We as Christians believe in this weekend as being one of the most pivotal weekends in our lives. Why? Because it's a reminder to us all uh, that we're here only because of the grace of God and the sacrifice of Jesus on the cross. And uh, so this morning I want to read to you a couple of uh, really really short accounts of what took place. If you're taking notes, it's called the power of the resurrection. The power of the resurrection. And I want to begin by reading to you from Luke chapter chapter 24, verses 1 to 10. Uh, This is what it says. On the first day of the week, Very early in the morning, the women took the spices they had prepared and went to the tomb. They found the stone rolled away from the tomb. But when they entered, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. While they were wondering about this, suddenly two men in clothes that gleamed like lightning stood beside them. In their fright, the women bowed down with their faces to the ground. But the men said to them, why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here. He has risen. Remember how he told you while he was still with you in Galilee, the Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of the sinful men, be crucified, and on the third day be raised again. Then they remembered his words. When they, had, when they came back from the tomb, they told all these things to the eleven and to all the others. It was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary the mother of James, who was actually the mother of Jesus as well, and the others uh, with them who told this to the apostles. 1 Corinthians 15, this is Paul's account of what took place, starting at verse 3. For what I received, I passed on to you as of first importance, that Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures, that he was buried, that he was raised on the third day according to the Scriptures, and that he appeared to Cephas and to the twelve, and after that he appeared to more than 500 of the brothers and sisters at the same time, most of whom are still living, though some have fallen asleep. Then he appeared to James, then to all the apostles, and last of all, he appeared to me also as to one abnormally born. Remember, this is Paul who was Saul, and this, his encounter was on the road to Damascus. John 11.25, it says here, Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. The one who believes in me will live even though they die. Father, we just come around your word this morning as believers in the resurrection, believers in the power of the resurrection. And we thank you, Father, that we can be reminded this morning of truth. So I I just pray that you would give us ears to hear what your spirit would say to us this morning. You'd bring revelation where it's needed. You'd bring hope, renewed faith in the mighty name of Jesus. And everybody said, amen and amen. Well, so what do we learn from Christ's life, death, and resurrection? There are actually three things I just want to touch on real quick before we get back into some worship this morning. The first thing we learn from the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus is that because he rose again, 
we can trust in him. Because he rose again, we can actually trust in Jesus. Amen, somebody. The, the, the truth is this. If there was no resurrection, then everything that Jesus did and stood for and preached would mean absolutely nothing. It would just be some crazy man that was walking around in the wilderness saying a whole lot of things that was actually powerless. But because there is a resurrection, we can trust in the fact that not only did he rise from the dead, but that everything he spoke and everything he taught uh, has truth to it. You know, you can argue about who Jesus was as a man, but, and you can argue about the, some of the things and the doctrines that he taught, uh, but one thing that, that will stump you time and time again is the point of the resurrection. Did he really die and rise again three days later? You know, C.S. Lewis, uh, in his book, Merely Christ Mere Christianity, he said this, he would have been deceived or a deceiver, but his most amazing promise has come true. So how can we not depend on and live by all the rest of his promises? What C.S. Lewis is basically saying is, if there was no resurrection, then Jesus would have just been a liar. Jesus would have been a, a uh, heretic uh, person that probably deserved his death and punishment. But because of the resurrection, we can have absolute trust in everything else that he says and in everything else that he stood for. Um, I, I, I love that he said this in John uh, in chapter 2. He says, the Jews then responded to him, what sign can you show us to prove your authority to do all this? This was just after he had uh, cleansed the temple, turning over the tables of the money changers and, the, and those who were selling uh, various types of animals. And, and the Jews asked him, what sign can you show us to prove you have the authority to do this? And Jesus answered, destroy this temple and I will raise it again in three days. They all replied, it has taken 46 years to build this temple. How are you going to raise it in three days? But the temple he was speaking of, we had spoken, was his body. Destroy this body and in three days I will raise it again, proving the authority that he had. Come on, friends, we've got to remind ourselves that, that because of his resurrection, Jesus has full authority. And because he has full authority we too can enjoy the same authority. Amen, somebody. Because he promised it to us. Later on in, in the book of Acts, uh, I, I will show you how he promised that same level of authority. But there, there should be no question in our minds because we serve a resurrected God that conquered the grave, there should be no question in our minds about the authority of God, about the authority of Jesus, about the sonship of Jesus and the power of Jesus. There's got to be a sealed deal in our hearts and in our lives. So when it comes to questions about healing and about promises that he has for our lives and about uh, blessing and about forgiveness, there should also be no question in our minds. Isn't that good news? Because he conquered the grave, because he rose again, we can trust in him. 
We can trust in the forgiveness of, his, of sin. We can trust in the fact that the cross was complete like we talked about uh, a few days ago. We can, we, can, we can have confidence in our own salvation. We can have confidence that because he conquered the grave and we trust in him, every promise that he lays out for our lives is always going to be a yes and an amen. Is this good news this morning? It has got to be good news for each and every one of us. I, in Matthew, in Matthew again, it, it tells us, in Matthew 16, let me, let me uh, read this one to you. It says, from that time on, Jesus began to show his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things at the hands of the elders, the chief priests, the scribes, and he must be killed. And on the third day, rise from life, uh, rise to life. Amen, somebody. Come on, this has got to be sealed in our hearts. And I love that, that because he rose from the dead, we can trust in him. And I want to encourage you to, to do that, to keep trusting in the Lord, you know, to keep leaning into him. In all your ways, keep acknowledging him. When, 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 when everything seems bleak, when everything seems confusing in your life, just keep trusting in the Lord. Keep trusting in his unfailing love for you. Keep trusting in every, every word that he's speaking over your life. If you're here today and you feel like, well, well, God's not speaking to me. God's not saying anything. Let me tell you something. You can receive a word from the Lord today. We want to we pray for you. We want to give you a word today. We want to stand in, in, in intercession and believe on your behalf that God will speak to you a fresh word over your life. I want, to, I, want to pray, I want to pray the releasing of the prophetic over our meeting this morning. Amen, somebody. And why do I do that? Why do I say that? Why? Because I trust in the same power, in the same authority, in the same anointing that raised Jesus from the dead. And that is the same power. And because he conquered the grave, we too can be overcomers in this world. Amen, somebody. The second thing is this, real, real quick. Because he conquered the grave and because he rose again, death has been defeated. 1 Corinthians 15, it says this, and, and verse 55 to 57, it says this, Where, O death, is your victory? Where, O death, is your sting? The sting of death is sin. The power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, he gives us victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. You know, one of the greatest fears that is, is prevalent in, human, uh, in the human heart is the fear of death. We all fear it. We all fear death in some way. Sickness and, and disease and suffering and pain, we all fear it. But we, we must remember that because he rose again, that death has, has been defeated in our hearts and in life. That, that uh, 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 contrary to what the atheists will tell you and that about there being no life after death in Christ, we now know that there is life after death. There is a life that happens after a person dies. You die once, you can live again. Amen. And for every believer, that is our hope, that, that we can even though we die, even though our mortal bodies will, will die and decay in this world, we will have a resurrected body and we will live for all of eternity with him who conquered the grave. And that is why it is so beautiful for us to have this confidence. 
You know, but not only that, uh, the same apostles that heard the, 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 the events that took place, they heard the story of, of the women that came back from the grave, these same apostles would go on and become martyrs for the Lord. You see, they no longer feared death for themselves. They no longer feared death. Why? Because they saw the resurrected Lamb of God who came to take away the sin of the world. He came and stood before them. He even asked them to touch his hands and touch his feet and touch his side. He stayed with them for a time. He, he taught as he reminded them of everything he had taught previously. And then he ascended and went into heaven. And because they saw this, they saw the resurrected body of Christ and Christ himself, they too had this confidence that even though they die, they would live again. Out of all the apostles, only one would die of an old age. That was the apostle John. The others died horrific deaths. Some were beheaded. Others were stoned. Stephen, the first of, uh, uh, account of a martyr was Stephen, the believer, the apostle, and he was stoned to death. And it was actually Saul who held the cloaks of those who were stoning him. You guys remember that story? The other, apost the other apostles, they would die in, in by being crucified themselves. One account says that Peter didn't, didn't, um, didn't deem it worthy to be, to be uh, crucified the same way that, that Christ was crucified and asked to be crucified upside down. I mean, that's boldness if I've ever seen it. They, were, they had this resolve in their spirit that in spite of the pain they would suffer for a short time, they would arise again with Christ. You can't do that if you don't see a risen Lamb of God for yourself. Now here's the thing. If they, they, they all believed, uh, if Jesus was a lie and they knowingly believed that Jesus did really die and did not really rise from the dead, uh, uh, from the dead and that, the, that he was really in the grave, then they wouldn't have knowingly gone to their graves themselves. Psychologists testified to this. They, they wouldn't have knowingly died and suffered the kind of death they suffered for a lie that they knew. Does that make sense? But because they saw the resurrected God, they saw the resurrected Jesus, they were telling everybody, no, we did see Jesus. I, I don't know how to ask to describe it to you, but I did see Jesus. He stood in front of me. He, he talked to us. He actually made breakfast for us. How cool is that? And, uh, and, uh, but he was, he was dead. He was in the grave. And then three day, lays, uh, days later, he did rise from the dead. And because of that, we know that death has been defeated. We need to cast out, and I pray that you will break the, the fear of death over your life, that there is a hope after this life. There is, a, there is a destiny that awaits every single man, woman, and child. Amen, somebody. That in spite of our failing bodies and, and in spite of our weaknesses, and, our, and uh, that we know that there is hope for us. There is a future and a hope that is eternal. That's got to be good news for us. And in this place that we go to, let me tell you something, friends. There's no more suffering. There's no more pain. The, the, the pain we experience on here on earth is temporal. You know, your, your existence here on earth is, is, is but a, a, a drop in the ocean of eternity. So we suffer for a moment, but, but we have life everlasting with 
God our Heavenly Father. Is that good news? This is, this is not a wishful thought or a feel-good kind of a manipulative statement. This is something we can rest upon and have absolute confidence in. That because he conquered the grave, because he rose again, death has no more victory over our lives. You know, it says here in Revelation 1 and verse 18, and some scholars say this, that the period between his, uh, uh, between the, his death and his resurrection, that, that some scholars say that that was the period he went down into the depths of Hades and took the keys of Hades. It says in Revelation 1 and 18, it says, I am the living one. I was dead, and now look, I am alive forever and ever. And I hold the keys of death and of Hades. Amen, somebody. He holds the keys of death and of Hades. Death has lost its sting. It's lost its power. We can have confidence, even though we might suffer here on earth, that there is a life everlasting for each and every believer. Every man, woman, and child. I cannot wait to get to heaven. I mean, I'm not in a rush to get to heaven, but I cannot wait to get to heaven. I will stand, I'll, see, I'll be there, and I'll get to see my parents again. How awesome would that be? And I might even get a, a bit of a talking to from my mum when I get there. Who knows? She's probably got a lot of things to say. But how, how amazing it is that we can have absolute confidence because he rose from the dead, that death was defeated. The last thing is this. Because he rose from the dead, because he rose again, we can experience that same resurrection power in our lives. It says here in Romans 8 and 11, If the Spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his Spirit who dwells in you. Are you getting this? He who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in the hearts of every believer. In Acts chapter 2, it says the day of Pentecost, when they gathered together in that upper room, the Spirit of God fell upon them. The Spirit of God, that's the same Spirit that, that, that raised Jesus from the dead. That's the same Spirit that's alive and well in us. So that same power is actually alive and well in us. Amen, somebody. That we can draw upon that same power that raised him from the dead, he, uh, Jesus from the dead, and we can draw upon that power to help us in our life and in our existence. And, and, and to uh, help us overcome the things that we go through. They were able to, uh, the, they meaning the, the apostles, were able to, to stand before the uh, ridicules of uh, society and stand for God. Why? Because they had that same power within them. Peter stood up and, 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 and preached with absolute conviction and truth, and 3,000 were added to the kingdom that day. Not only that, they were then taken and baptized at that very moment. And, and, I, and I believe for us today, there is that same resurrection power. Come on, this is just not wishful thinking. This is not just for a few chosen people. This is for, made available to anyone and everyone. You just got to invite that Holy Spirit into your heart and into your life. And what I'd love to do right now is that I'd love for us just to go back into a time of worship. I'm going to invite the team just to come up and get yourselves ready. That would be great. 
But here's what I want to do. I want to invite us to engage our hearts, open our hearts, and allow the Spirit of God to come in afresh. Because I believe more than anything else on Resurrection Sunday, we need the power of God. Amen, somebody. We need the resurrected power of God in our lives. That same power, that same anointing, that same authority we need in our lives. And so I'd love for you all just to, even now, just, just stand with me. Let's just close your eyes in this space. Just begin to play. That would be great. Come on, everybody just close your eyes. Hallelujah. Father, in the name of Jesus, I just thank you for each and every person here this morning. I thank you, Lord, for your hand of grace over their lives, that you are doing something in each and every one. We know on the Sunday, Resurrection Sunday, that we too can experience resurrection in our lives that dead dreams can come to life again, that dead faith can come alive again in Jesus' name, that dead hopes can be renewed in Jesus' name, that things can come alive again. I just pray right now in Jesus' name over each and every one that you, God, would come in the full authority fullness of authority and begin a work of grace over each and every heart. That you would fill right now. Fill right now. Fill right now with Jesus' name. Hallelujah. This has been another great message from Elam Church, Christchurch City. For more content and updates, come see us on our Facebook page or jump over to our website. Thanks so much for listening.